so that she could bring heaven into her family. This is not a regular woman. I speak against regular. I speak against normal. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. You got a personal relationship with God. Now is not the time to be silent. Find your purpose. Pursue it relentlessly, passionately, and loudly. (laughs) Be persistent and win. If God be for you, who can be against you? You were born for this moment. That's not everyone's word, but you know who you are. You were born for this. Born to shift the culture. Born to be a forerunner. Born to prepare the way for the Lord. Hey y'all, it's your girl Chelsea, and thank you for tuning in today. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe, but hey, let's go ahead and jump into this word. We're going to start off by praying, so at this time, take a moment. Most gracious and humble God, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for loving me endlessly and finding me where I am. I thank you for giving me the authority and the anointing to be in this position. God, today as I speak, I ask that you allow me to have your word and your wisdom collide and create something so beautiful that it touches the hearts of the mass. But God, even if it's just one, I thank you for your blessing. God, I thank you for the opportunity to overcome. I thank you for your mercy, your grace, your love. God, I thank you for being you. And today I ask that you use me as a vessel of your word. And may I accurately represent to glorify your name. I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for taking that moment with me. Just to acknowledge God and all that he's done for me in my life. And I hope that at some point that you acknowledge all the things that he's done for you too. Let's go ahead and jump in to why we're here today. Some of you are probably here and you're like, girl, what? (laughs) And that's okay. Because as we dive deeper into this series and this season of just discovering who I am, I ask that each time you just acknowledge the way that God is showing out in my story and how in every season I'll be sure to give him the glory. So we're going to start here. Let's talk a little bit about me and how I got here, okay? So I have always felt called to a greater purpose, and I've known this since I was younger. Um, I remember being seven years old at church, and at this time, my church was operating outside of a small junior college in my town and i remember the choir was worshiping and i felt this feeling that i've never felt before and i felt as though i was going to shout and that i was just going to be filled with what i know now is the holy spirit and at that time i was so scared because i was the only kid who would be doing such a thing so i ran and i remember running to the restroom and at that moment i said God, stop. Whatever this is, stop. Because I'm scared. And I remember in that moment that feeling did stop. But I didn't understand then what I now know. 
And that was that God was calling me at a young age. And he knew that there was something in me that he granted me to be able to speak to his people and to be able to connect with people in such a way that draws them to his word. You'll learn along this series that I'm not perfect. You'll learn that I've done some things in my life and I'm flawed. But I want to show you that God will use a blemished figure to bring glory to his word and show you how his promises will come true because he's not done working miracles. So let's continue to jump into this word, okay? So at the age of seven, I remember running um, and telling God, please stop. I'm scared. I'm scared of this feeling. I don't want to be embarrassed. And from that day on, I struggled as um, a child in acknowledging who God was and what he had for me. I didn't understand that me living my life for God was something that was to be glorified and it was something amazing all in itself. So I lived of the world as we all do um, because we're not perfect. And so I entertained my flesh more than one time and I struggled with building relationships. I struggled um, with my identity. I struggled with understanding who I was and who God was calling me to be. And in that, I often felt inadequate. I felt as though, how could God use someone like me? Someone who found herself using her words to hurt others. Someone who used her hands to hurt others. Someone who was so broken. Someone who had such trauma. Someone who people on the outside thought that everything was good. But on the inside, I was so hurt. And I was so ate up. And I felt so alone. And so for years, I ran. And that running continued. But I remember one pivotal moment. And this is when the moment that I also, I would say I broke up with God. But we know that that's not how that goes. But that's the moment that I broke up with God. But it's also the moment that God called me back home to him. And so when I was 17 years old and a senior in high school, my father was sentenced to 50 years in prison. And at that moment, I remember praying and I was asking God, God, please, if you work this out on my behalf, I will give my life to you. If you work this out on my behalf, I'll never mess up again. God, if you work this out on my behalf, I promise I will devote my being to you. And what I didn't understand in that moment is that I was asking God for something that was unrealistic. And I was demanding things of myself that was unrealistic. But I remember the day that he got sentenced, I told God, God, how could you do this to me? I've done everything that you desired me to do. I, I, I've, I've lived the way that I should. I've done things the right way. God, how can you do this to me? And I remember specifically saying to God, I said, God, I need a break. I need a break because I feel like what good is going to come from such a situation? In that moment, I didn't understand the magnitude of the choice I was making. But over the next few years, I would. And so from that moment at 17, I began living of the world. I found myself participating in activities I shouldn't. I found myself looking for the world's approval. I found myself people pleasing. I found myself wrapped in a world that really had nothing to do with who I was, but more of who I was pretending to be, to satisfy others. And I remember my freshman year of college, I 
was ready to leave. And it was the first semester. And I remember praying to God in that moment. And that was the first time that I really came back to God after a while. And I prayed a prayer where I asked God to show me my purpose. I said, God, I can't do this on my own anymore. I'm struggling. I'm hurt. I'm sad. If you want me to stay here, please show me my purpose. And the very next day, I received a um, job interview. And I was able to financially support myself. And I was able to connect with people in a way that I've never connected before. I was able to embrace my insecurities and turn them into power. And from that moment on, I realized that God has something to do just for me. And that same faith that I had lost a few months before, he restored in one prayer. And from that moment, I would love to tell you that things got easy for me. But that's not true. From that moment on, I still battled with my insecurities. I still battled with what that purpose was. I was chasing after a question and the answer from God when he was just telling me to be still. Be still and live in this moment. And I couldn't understand at that time what that meant. And over time, I learned that I was playing tug of war with God with my life and the things that I desired for myself. But over the last year, what I've learned is I can't play tug of war. Instead, I surrender and I give my all. Why? Because I trust him. Why? Because I love him. Why? Because he's good. And he said all things will work out for our good. And if it's not good yet, then he's not done. And so I created this series for many reasons. One of those is to show you that God can take someone broken, bruised, hurt, filled with trauma, someone like me, to glorify his word and to use my voice to pull you closer to him and to show you that he will redeem you and that he hasn't done anything that he's not willing to fix. And guess what? It's not even broken. So let's continue diving into a little bit about who I am. So at that moment, I prayed for purpose. God started turning things around for me. And in the midst of my turmoil and in the midst of my troubles, in the midst of my situations, I stopped asking God why and started telling God, God, I trust you. And as long as I wake up every day, no matter what demon I jump into the ring with, I'm going to fight because I know that I'm armored with your word and I know that I'm armored with your anointing. And I know that there have been seeds sown in my life in my spiritual life, in my heart, and in the garden of your love that you have not even begun to sprout yet. And so in this season, I vow to trust God. And in this season, I vow to share my journey with you. And I promise to be transparent. And I promise to speak his truth and how that has resonated with my life. And I promise to take you along the way. And I want to show you that God is not done with you yet and that he will redeem the broken. He will fix the hurt. You don't have to do it alone. The world doesn't have the answers for you. Stop running because when you do, he will meet you where you are and he'll be there to repair every wound and he'll be there to fix every crack. All you have to do is trust him. 
And that's what I had to learn to do as I began to struggle with mental health. I came home from college. I went through a breakup. I came home to my great-grandmother and my mom. And during that time, my mom and I became full-time caretakers of my great-grandmother. And it was the most beautiful reward that God has ever given me to support someone who helped support me in my life. And it was in those moments that I struggled watching her decline. And I struggled being a part of that process. And I struggled with my identity. And although I wanted to swim, I felt like I was sinking and the water was right here. And the only thing that was up was my nose. And I remember in that time finding myself back on my knees. And I said, God, I can't do it no more. I'm tired. I, I just, I can't do it anymore. But I trust you in the midst of it. I don't know why. I don't know when, but I know that you'll pull me through. And I pray that you don't give up on me. And, and it was in that moment that my grandmother called me and she gave me the greatest advice of all. And she said, Chelsea, let me tell you something. You're gonna go through things in life. And she said, I think the hardest thing that you'll have to deal with so far in this life is losing me, but don't let this break you. I couldn't wrap my mind around what that meant for me at the time. But the day that she took her last breath, I understood why she told me that. Because I found myself at my knees more times than once. But my rock that was physically here with me on earth was no longer here. And so at that time, I had to become a woman. And I had to understand that life is gonna throw things at you. Things you don't understand. Things that it's gonna leave a hole. But if you trust him through your pain, and if you trust him through your hurt, I promise you, the outcome will be beautiful. Because if you knew me then, and you're watching me now, baby, you know that it's some things that have changed about my demeanor and it's some things that have changed about my heart posture. But I promise you, none of it's me. It's all because of him, because I trust him. I cannot begin to tell you the ways that my life have changed. In that moment, I decided that I would go sober. In that moment, I decided that I would give my life to God. In that moment, I decided that I will no longer try to people please. I will no longer try to be perfect for this world, but I will be perfect so for two reasons. So that I can lean on the promises of God and know that when I close my eyes for the final time, that he will tell me, good job, my good and faithful servant. And that when I get into heaven and I look around, that there are some people there because I stood in confidence and I shared who he declared me to be. I will stand here every time and tell you and preach to you the word that he has put within my heart. I will not stand here and tell you any lies. I promise to be the person that he has called me to be authentically, but you gotta be ready to open your heart. 
So, as we continue to, to discuss what it means to be preserved for purpose, when I think of that phrase, it gives me a sense of belonging. It gives me a sense of mercy and how his love connects all of us through time. We're preserved for purpose. That means he'll keep us through our hurt. He'll keep us through our heartache. He'll keep us through our trauma, through our turmoil. All we gotta do is be dedicated to blessing him through our trials and our tribulations so we can be preserved for purpose. That means he will keep us through every situation that we encounter. He will keep us every time we feel inadequate. He will keep us every time that life throws us a curveball, but it's not meant to break us. It's meant to make who he has designed us to be. So I challenge you to reflect on what God has preserved you through. Because we all know there's some things that we should have not done that we did. And baby, only if someone else seen besides him. Listen, thank him in this moment for what he's preserved you through. How he's going to show his anointing through you. If you believe, all you have to do is believe. Believe that you have purpose. Believe that he's not done with you. Walk in the authority of your anointing. Pray and ask him, God, what is it that you want from me? Ask him, God, use me in any way possible. God, allow me to be a blessing to somebody. God, I may only have $5 in my bank account. God, I may not know how I'm going to pay the bills. God, I don't know how the kids are going to eat. God, the marriage ain't looking too good. God, the relationship is toxic. But if you believe that he can work it out, it will turn out for your good. So trust him. Because through every trial and tribulation, he's preserving you for your purpose. So come along with me on this journey as we discover who we are through using his word, through understanding what it is he desires for us as we grow together to glorify the name of God, to glorify our King who has given us our Savior, who has sacrificed his son, who was nailed on the cross for all of our wrongdoings just to come after you, just to come after me, just to call us his own. I ask, when are you going to stop running? When are you going to understand that he's coming just for you? And when are you going to understand that he loves you in a way that is unchanging, in a way that is unwavering, regardless of what you've done, who you are, who you've been? He tells us, take off those old clothes. Put on the new. Don't worry about what they're going to say. Because once he works through you, there's nothing that he can do. Nothing that he can't do. Allow him to work on you. Believe like the woman who touched the hem of his clothing. She knew that if she just touched his clothing. A faith that we desire to have. 
a faith that is ours to own. Surrender. In this season of surrender, there's no more running. There's no more lies of who I want to be. There's no more tug of war struggle. This is the most vulnerable thing that I can do. The most uncomfortable thing I can do if you know me. <laughs> but God, I give it to you. And I thank you for the blessing. And I know this is this is only the beginning of something so much more. So if you stay along with me on this journey, you'll watch me grow. You'll watch me to continue to work and move in my life. We can do this together. And if he can use me with all my hurt, all my mistakes, all my, I, I just, <laughs> if he can use me, there's no doubt in my mind that he can use you. So as you watch me walk in my truth, as you watch me embrace this with confidence, even when I'm scared, even when I feel inadequate, even when I don't understand, I pray, I pray that you begin to discover your purpose and know that delay does not mean denied and know that he's preserved you for a reason in this season, whatever that may be in your life. Open your heart and your mind to receive and know that he's waiting just for you. So today, I'll close in prayer. But before I do, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you for believing in the calling that God has on my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for showing up. And know that I appreciate you. Even if it's just one. Know that he came just for you, and he used me to do it. So today I'll close this out in prayer. Know that I'm filled with gratitude. I'm filled with peace, and I'm here just for you. So let's go ahead and close. Our loving, merciful, righteous Father, I thank you. I thank you for leaving the 99 to find the one. I thank you for creating us for divine purpose. I thank you for meeting us where we are and bringing us home to you each time. God, I ask that shame be unshackled in this season. God, I ask that truth be unleashed in this season. God, I ask that your anointing be on me and your people in this season. God, allow us to expand our territory. God, allow us to walk in authority. Oh, God, let us feel your love. God, for your glory, let us do anything. Even if that means doing it confused. Even if it means doing it unaware. Even if it means doing it ashamed. Feeling inadequate. Feeling purposeless. God, I ask in this season that you fill our cup with your knowledge of purpose. God, I thank you for preserving us for just this moment. Have your way, oh God. 
Heavenly Father, I ask that you heal, rule, and abide in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. I love you. I'll see you soon. Stay blessed.